0: for in connection to the murder of a transgender woman, this is 36-year-old Akhenaten Jones. Investigators say he is wanted for the death of Dominique Remy Fells. Her dismembered body was found along the banks of the Schuylkill River
1: last week.
2: 38-year-old Erica Walker went by the name Celine, and she was shot and killed at the Extended State of America Hotel on Skinner Lake Drive. Now, police have arrested 21-year-old Sean Phoenix and charged him with her murder. 27-year-old Dominique Fells was found dead last week. Her dismembered body discovered in the Schuylkill River. Both of her legs had been severed. Fells was a transgender woman, another case of violence that's become a disturbing trend in that community. This is Keith Galliard being booked into the Orient Road Jail, charged in the killing of transgender woman India Clark.
1: William Watson has been arrested on murder charges. Police say he confessed to shooting and killing 21-year-old Marquise Fantroy, also known as
2: Kiki.
3: Today, Dominic Archield turned himself into North Charleston police to face charges for the murder of Denali Barry's Stuckey. Right now, he's being held at the Al Cannon Detention Center and will have a bond hearing tomorrow. Back on July 20th, police responded to a body found on the side of Carner Avenue around 4 in the morning. At first, they believed that Stucky had been hit by a car, but after further investigation, they discovered she was shot and killed.
4: My mouth in it. A brutal attack.
2: A transgender woman is injured after a group beats her right outside of her home.
3: My lips are swollen. Uh, my jaw is is very sore. I can barely even chew.
2: It's so bad. She says she threatened to call 911 if they didn't quiet down and disperse. She says suddenly some in the group began to attack her, part of which was captured on surveillance camera before it was ripped from the wall.
3: This lady comes burling at me
2: like a bull.
4: Estrada says they were waiting for an Uber when a man who had been hassling them earlier while shopping came back and stole her phone. While they tried to retrieve it, they say
0: other men started gathering around, shouting at them. Just like a whole bunch of really nasty slurs calling us men. Trannies. The three who asked to be identified as
4: women who happen to be trans say things got violent.
0: The man had approached me with a crowbar, and he's like, "Give me your shoes. Give me your bracelet. Like, which one of you is a tranny?" He literally grabs my hand and pulls me. He's like, "We're gonna go find your friends because I'm gonna beat y'all up." Whoa.
2: The suspect was arrested yesterday afternoon. This is who the LAPD has in custody. His name is Robert Spells. This murder happened last December third on the sixty one hundred block at South Wilton Place. The victim Deshonda Sanchez, a transgender woman.
3: I've been frightened
4: but not like this before.
3: Last month, Dupree's close friend, China Gibson and Sierra Mickelveen were murdered within days of each other. A week earlier, Jacquarius Holland was killed in another Louisiana town. All of the victims, trans
4: women of color. What scares me the most is that people will feel like they can get away with these things and nothing will be done about it.
2: You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. It's time to get it straight, No Chaser, with Jasmine Canning. Overall, it's just a good thing. Tap into the conversation, check for two, as Jasmine covers the latest issues affecting our community and the world. It is absolutely vital that the truth comes out. This is Straight No Chaser with Jasmine Canning. Go, man.
0: Welcome to this edition of Straight No Chaser with your host, me, Jasmine Kanick. And this is my Candid Convo series where we dive into controversial issues from an unapologetically Black Gen X point of view. So y'all know how we do it. The Court of Opinion is now open. I actually left my gavel at home. But the Court of Opinion is now open. If you want to call in and participate in today's conversation, you can call 323-815-4204. It's 323-815-4204. I will also try and read through the Facebook comments. Um, So if you have a question, feel free to drop it in the comment section of the Facebook Live video, and I will do my best. So let's get started in half the time the number of transgender murders for 2020 has already surpassed 2019 through the month of july at least 22 transgender or gender non-conforming people have been killed in the united states the uptick in murders has taken the lives of young mostly transgender people from Philadelphia, Chicago, Louisiana, Miami, Dallas, and yes, even right here in Los Angeles. It also comes as the Black Trans Lives Matter movement has gained momentum. Black transgender women are especially vulnerable because of a toxic mix of transphobia, racism, and misogyny found in the black community. This summer, we've seen the murders of five black trans women in just a single month. Data from the FBI and UCLA's Williams Institute shows that LGBTQ Americans are more than twice as likely to be killed in the U.S. But when you look specifically at black trans women, their risk of being murdered is more than seven times higher. Mm. The epidemic of violence is particularly pronounced for black transgender women, where the alleged murderer or suspect is almost always... A black male a black male why is that and why are these murders seemingly dismissed or ignored by black allies now I put the call out there for black men who have issues with trans women uh, to come on the show and have a conversation with me but surprise surprise no one wanted to come and talk about it I even offered for them to come on um, anonymously where they could just call in and we could have the conversation over the phone so no one would see who they are. And I and I still couldn't get anyone, which was very shocking to me because I usually never have a problem getting folks to come on this show. But on this topic, Black men did not want to um, have the conversation. So to help me answer questions that you have and that I have, I ended up putting together a fantastic panel of very opinionated and outspoken Black trans women. Carlicia Brown is a makeup artist, a humanitarian, a civil rights activist, and a trans woman of color. She's lived in Los Angeles for the last 14 years and has become a staple in local LA queer culture. Leveraging her platform created by Matt Cosmetics as a global brand ambassador, Carlicia works to call attention to inequality and create spaces for other trans black women. And I will also add that Carlicia does my makeup. She is the one that taught me how to do my makeup, and I love her so much and so dearly. Thank you for being here, Carlicia. Thank you
1: for having me. I love that intro.
0: (laughs) Well, we love you. Neverending Nina is a proud black trans artist and an advocate who is an eclectic, classically trained singer and songwriter. She mixes various musical genres in expressing universal lessons on love, relationships and self-acceptance, all while being a voice for change in all her intersections of life. Thank you for being here, Nina. Thank you
3: for having me.
0: And Ariel Victoria Carrington has been a part of the l a community since the early 1990s starting her transition first as a female impersonator and eventually into womanhood. Today she lives her life as a woman. Ariel is an icon within the ballroom scene and the l a uh, queer community and as a community activist she's received numerous awards for her community service ariel thank you, thank you so much thank for you being so much here for having me. all right ladies let's go here let's get are. in that was a lot right <laughs> that was a lot in. In, in 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 that video mm. when we were um you know during the intro mm-hmm. we were all kind of exhaling a little bit because that's mm-hmm. a lot and i was saying to you that even putting that that clip together for me it took a lot out of me I mean because it's just you know this constant um, violence but one of the things if any you could take any sort of solace out of it was I said to myself at least the news is finally reporting mm-hmm. on this, right? Mm-hmm. Because for decades and decades and decades, the news would not touch mm-hmm. the murder of a trans person. They wouldn't mm-hmm. cover it. And if mm-hmm. they did cover it, they they covered it from the wrong perspective. Exactly. Um, I think the phrase we use is dead naming, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of that going on. So I said to myself, well, you know, this is hard putting this together, but at least there are these clips and these stories out there, right? Right. And I put that particular clip together because I wanted people, don't take my word for it, right? When I tell you that nine times out of ten, a black trans woman who was murdered is murdered by a black man, I wanted you to see it for yourself, right? So I I did that clip so you could see black trans woman, alleged murderer. Mm -hmm. Black, black, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about the murders of trans women, in particular black trans women, what we don't talk about is that. That mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, 9.99 times out of ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right.
4: You're right.
0: You know, 10. the mur- alleged murderer or the alleged suspect, right, because yes. sometimes um, the person, um, the woman isn't killed, right? She's robbed, assaulted. beaten, assaulted. Mm-hmm. Um, so the alleged murderer or the alleged suspect is a black male. And so, This is my convo series. I like to have these sort of intricate conversations that are are hard to have. And I know we only have 60 minutes, but it's worth trying to take as as deep a dive as we can get into it. So if you guys are up for it.
1: Let's go for it. Let's go. Let's
0: go. So one of the first questions that I was asked to ask this panel was, do trans women tell men that they are trans when they Um, That's a
1: fascinating question. But to pivot off that question to your initial intro, I found it fascinating that even when given the opportunity for men to be stealth in the conversation, just how rooted misogyny is in the possibility of someone knowing they're attached to something Mm -hmm. queer. And when we talk about this, we have to be cognizant of this reality because misogyny is, I mean, when I tell you it is the main pillar as to why these things happen. And regardless if we tell or don't tell, the opportunity and the misogyny is before we can even give them the information, their attraction makes them uncomfortable. So we're dealing with something that's so layered, and it also has a sister into the relationship with the cis black woman, right? So how this black man attracted to a trans woman now looks in front of a black cis woman who identifies heterosexual. So if we're going to have the conversation, <laughs> let's have it. <laughs> All right. I love
0: you, Carla. I love you more. So uh, who's up next? I mean, feel free to piggyback well, on yes. what Carlisha said um, or, you know, well, the question. The answer to
4: your question is yes. Because when a, when a man comes to a trans woman, he knows already what he's doing. He knows what they are because he's attracted to it. And the, the, when it comes to a black man, it's the taboo in it, you know? Black okay, people, so, is so, it's so taboo. So
0: earlier, before you three got here, uh, um, poetess and I were going through the video that we just saw. Mm-hmm. And, there, and at the end, you saw the video towards the end about the Hollywood um, situation that mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. happened, right? Mm-hmm. And so the three ladies were on the screen, mm-hmm. and there was one to the left, and, and I said to... Um, Poetess, I said, you know, I, I can't. I mean, she looks like woman to me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I. That's and it. so when. So when you say that they already know, Mm
4: -hmm. I would say I don't think everybody knows. No, I'm saying the ones that are attracted to the girls. And when it comes to black men, usually when a black man, if you ever notice, when they're beating them up in the streets, it's always the black man that's around his friends. And he's mad because he's really attracted to that. But he can't really be who he is because the people that's around him, they're going to judge him.
1: But he knows trust me i 've been in this life since I was nineteen. He knows you could tell just within the Hollywoods if you watch that scenario with mm-hmm. the sound off and the behaviors first of all if some, every time i 've been assaulted it 's a hit and run. Mm-hmm. They whoop your ass and then they go. The fact that it was such a production mm-hmm. there's something else that we some of us may know mm-hmm. and there's stuff that may not be presented to you know the masses mm-hmm. but Being trans is like a damned if you do, a damned if you don't, right? Mm -hmm. So when we talk about, you know, when I saw the video, we really couldn't tell. Well, there's the reality of if we don't look passable, Mm -hmm. we're going to be ostracized, right? Correct. And then there is when we get so passable and now there's that we're tricking men. That's Mm -hmm. my favorite. You tricked me because I wanted to get a job and not be stoned when I walk out of my door. I guess I am tricking you, Mm -hmm. but the opportunity is in your attraction to said trickery, and that has nothing to do with me. That Mm -hmm. has to deal with how you perceive what you're looking at. I just wanted to make sure I can navigate properly. And to piggyback off of what she just said, tricking. Why do we do we have to
4: wear transgender on our chest, on -hmm. our back, for you to know? Why do we have to sit up here and if we're not even being bothered with you, such as those three ladies, wasn't even being bothered with them? Why do they have to tell y'all that they're trans? Why?
3: And and so that goes back to the actual space of saying I have a right to choose when I disclose to anyone. <laughs> if I'm trans, gay, lesbian, anything, I have a right to not disclose to anyone what the what it on the flip side, if I would disclose would you kill me? Mm. Mm. Right. So mm. that is the space that we that, that, that we have to really dig deep into because yes, I could tell any and everybody straight off the bat I'm trans. But as soon as I tell you that, will you kill me? Will mm-hmm. you assault me? Will you so I have to not disclose all the time because mm-hmm. of safety mm-hmm. i have to get back to my apartment i have to get back to my safe space mm-hmm. and because of what my mother and father gave me
1: <laughs> hallelujah
3: <laughs> and all the things that i have and take care of and just in my in all of my womanness, that doesn't mean i can't go outside and not look delectable
4: exactly
3: that's because i'm doing it for me
4: mm-hmm.
3: and if you notice it as a man woman not gender nonconforming, anything to know that i'm attractive you can come up to me, and I could either take on your energy, do the different spaces to get the number, whatever the case may be, but I don't necessarily have to tell you that I'm trans right then and there That's right if I choose to, yes, but what I want to bring to the table is if I do tell you, will you kill me mm-hmm. and as we have seen with the countless assaults, countless murders. That's where the issue is because we don't. I don't
4: have an issue with disclosing at all. Mm-mm, not at all, because they want it anyway. <laughs> they want it, <laughs> here. and 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 like for me, when I know that it's probably going to be some trickery, I would disclose over the phone. I won't even tell mm-hmm. you because it's not. Really, I don't really have to tell you anything. We're not together. We're not doing anything mm-hmm. together. I don't have to tell you anything. This is me. Now I can disclose if if we're going to be intimate or wherever the case may be, yes, I'm going to disclose, you know, but I don't have, I'm like her, I don't have a problem with disclosing, Mm -mm. you know, I don't have a problem with it because, you know, usually men, they're, 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 they know what they're attracted to and it's crazy, but being in a transgender situation, men, it's a, it's a whole nother gender. Oh, God, it's a whole nother story when it comes to men. I'm serious. When it comes to these straight
1: men, are we ain't even talking straight about... Straight black g- men? Straight black men. Mm. It is a Who whole Who swear up situation. and down that... I like to say hetero-identifying because they okay. really enjoy hmm. homoeroticity behind uh-huh. closed doors in uh-huh. a feminine energy, mm-hmm. with like a feminine package. And again, there's that fear factor that comes to you know, with the constructs of the world and how men have to present and this weird relation. I'm going to bring it back to the weird relationship between cis men and cis women and how they hold, the women hold the men to this like toxic masculinity when it's beneficial for them. But Mm -hmm. then when they're on the receiving end of the the hater, the hater aid, you know, then they're a victim as well. But it's just this weird space Mm -hmm. that they operate in where and piggybacking off for of her again, um, I'm
4: with you. Whatever, am I gay? Baby, whatever you want, what you want to be today. What, you want to be heterosexual? <laughs> you want to be gay? You want to be bi? You know, honey, I don't, me, I, I know what I am. And whatever you want to identify as, that's fine, baby. If you want to be gay, if you want to be heterosexual, you heterosexual, I'm a woman. My D, everything, say woman. I'm a woman. If you want to be straight, we straight. You know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, you know what that that segues into um, another question that I was asked to ask, and I, since I have the experts here, and I am sure I'm going to get the the type of answer that every will everyone will understand. Mm -hmm. The question was: Are um, okay? So basically. There are people who believe that being trans is a sexual orientation, mm-hmm. like um, being a lesbian or being a gay man, right? They, um, they don't quite understand that, the, that it's a sexual identity. Can so I, could you break that down I'm gonna for I'm going to give people? it to them in
1: nursery rhyme. Go ahead. <laughs> Sexuality, who you go to bed with. Gender expression, who I go to bed as. If you can't keep up with that, let's go back to Hooked on can Phonics. Can
3: you say one more time?
1: Gender expression, who I go to bed as. Sexuality, who I go to bed with. They can cross, they can be parallel. But it's always going to be as unique as our fingerprint for every person. So
0: that means that trans women can be lesbians.
1: We sure yes. can. Yes. Panic. Trans <laughs>
0: women. With-
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: yes. Not all trans- HR. <laughs> right? No, not all trans women um, are attracted to and date men. Correct?
4: No. Well, well uh, there's trans women. We're just like heterosexual. We're gonna put it like this. We're just like the heterosexual. Some try. Some do. Whatever. Whatever's your freak meaning. Whatever you want to do. And yes, trans- there's a lot of a tra- lot of trans. Who is in a les? I guess we can call that a lesbian relationship. Yeah, a lesbian into a lesbian relationship with each other. To t- trans. I've seen that. I've seen trans with um, cisgender women. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it trans. We're just. This is just who we identify. This is who we are. We're not trying to step on nobody's toes, but it always seems like we're. St- they want to make us make it seem like as if we're stepping on their toes. We're not. It's just this is what they want.
0: So. Uh, Because I know I have some people who are either watching now or will be watching later on the replay. Can you please explain what um, cis means? Because people
1: won't understand. There are some people that don't understand that. Cis is like a biological reference Mm -hmm. to... Scientific term. um, So basically you're... Male-bodied, male-identified... Uh, female bodied, female identified. And then when you talk about the trans, it's either male bodied, female identified, female bodied, male identified. And it just allows us, you know, heightened mindsets to have conversations beyond really touchy topics. And
3: even in that layman's terms, is that when you were born, what you identify as. You don't want to change. You That matches you correctly. It, you never feel different. You never feel indifferent. What the doctor said, what your mom, what you feel is that that's who so you are.
0: So I am a cis female. You are a
3: cisgender female. Female, Okay. Or a cisgender. You woman. You Understand that, everyone. I am a cisgendered female, and that is That's not it. taken away from that is that is a that is a scientific definition. That right. is not what the trans community created. We're not created. making up queer words. <laughs> we well, are so not queer. No, no, no. I know. And yes, he, and you're and not. not another right.
0: Theme. This is. You know, look. Every time I wake up, there's a new letter added onto the alphabet. Of course. Mm-hmm. And it's and very it, hard to keep up with it, all the different definitions. It is. But and I have
1: to challenge stuff like that because when, I, when we think about having language to express ourselves, we can say that I want to pick up my phone in front of me as a mic but imagine being the one person who doesn't have an identity, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. in a space where I'm a trans black woman and this is, you know, and you're sitting there going, well, kind of, yeah, well, not, that Mm -hmm. doesn't fit me. And then someone goes, like, the moment I saw my first trans woman on um, the crying game, I said, mm. "Wow, that's me." I found something to identify. I uh-huh. found something that it, it because in the you. masses, mm-hmm. I'm not as a you know a four year old, a six year old. I'm not seeing trans women in the shopping mm-hmm. mall, what have you, like we do today. This has been a little bit. No, keep going. It's been a little bit more normalized, but back then, to see my first trans person and be like, "That's what I identify with," it's so important to give people language so they can show up as themselves. Mm-hmm. It and- may mean this alphabet's going to continue, but if that alphabet continues and gives somebody a voice, who the fuck, can we say fuck? I said fuck. Who the fuck are you (laughs) to take that away from the next person and get off your high horse?
0: I'll remember that the next time I'm huffing and puffing about the letters getting We hear it it all the time. We hear it all the time.
1: Carlisha put me in my place. I hear it from my own community, and I'm like, hold on. You're, like, literally (laughs) at the front of the L... I'm, yeah, I'm,
4: <laughs> I'm old school, so we're just. I'm really, I'm just learning all these new pronouns. Cause we were just the L, B, G, T and then we added the Q, and now it's the elemental P.
3: and The I, you know what I, you know. A.
4: And it was kind of, it was kind of like, oh my God, we're just getting bigger and. Big, but this, that wasn't our fault. We didn't do that. It's the people wanted their own idea. Everybody wanted, everybody in love with a tree, they wanted to be called a tree gender. You know, everybody just started coming up with these, these pronouns. And now i I seen a TV show where they say, um, hi, my name, is, my name is Felicia. My pronoun is he, he, she and her. Yeah. She I didn't her. know, I mean, that's something new for me because we didn't, we didn't do that. You was either gay, lesbian, bi, that's right. Oh, that's that corporate now. I mean yeah, everywhere
0: now. Everywhere, every meeting I attend, everything is what's your name and what are your pronouns? <laughs> you know, so I think that's a beautiful thing yeah, and that really shows thing. our
1: evolution mm-hmm. of self and of community and how people are really starting to create space for individuals mm-hmm. to like just own themselves in a room instead of having to be stealth or like shrink because you're not quite sure. Someone Starting a conversation and saying my name is this is how you know, these are are my pronouns. pronouns. What are yours? That's like a huge weight off. Well, hi. I am Carlisha I am trans and my pronouns are her hers queen bitch whatever, but (laughs) now you know how to address me So there's not that passive-aggressive person. who's like um, sir. I mean ma'am I'm you know girl. I'm I'm sir. I'm I'm trying I already gave you the pronouns the foolery the fuckery is showing up. Uh-huh. Let's nip this all in the butt. I gave you my pronouns. Okay. But it also
3: <laughs> speaks to the hierarchy of the cisgender heteronormative community of saying, why would I have, because we have done trainings before. Shout out to UWC, Unique Women's Coalition. We have done Shayna. trainings at um, different health and medical facilities. And those individuals, when we ask that first question, that's like an icebreaker. When I tell you the ruffles and the rumbles of the individuals who we came to mm-hmm. actually educate, of giving us pushback, of saying, well, then why do I have to? I'm not part of the community. Why I have to say my pronouns? I said this is it's to show the universe so I could know how to address you. And that is the proper way to in- include everyone. We literally had to spend almost 25 minutes so they could get the full understanding, because that is how much they look to the community as less than.
4: I have a question.
0: Can I ask this question?
4: Yes. Okay, I have a question. You can ask whatever you want
0: to ask. <laughs> why
4: us as transgender women, and and I I want to know why do why do we have to why us as trans? You see her. I don't see nothing about her that says him. Why does she have to come into a room and say hi? I'm Kalisha. My pronouns is I, I just that just I'm that irks me why. because this is beautiful, and I know what this is. I don't have to ask a question. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to think about it. I know it's tra- I know it's trans, and I know she wants to be called she. Well, you actually
3: okay. don't
0: know that so just yet. I was just about to. i just about to be Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, the devil does not need what I'm an asking.
4: advocate. Asking. But, that's what I'm I. Asking.
0: But no, you're I'm, exactly right. Asking. There are people. So, real, real talk. Yesterday, I had a phone call with someone, and I have a lot of respect for this person. We were talking about something. But I was in the middle of doing something. I was going into the Amazon store to return something, but I was on the phone. I shouldn't have been on the phone. But then they need my, because you know that they scan the Mm barcode, right? So I said, um, hey, girl, hold on. And then I did it, and then I picked my phone. We kept talking, and I remember thinking for the rest of the day, is that person going to be mad because I said, hey, girl, hold on? Because I wasn't sure how that person identified. identified. And so it's been on my mind, and I'll probably send them an email tonight because it's still on my mind to the point where I'm bringing it up here. Mm -hmm. Because I felt really bad because it wasn't an intentional thing. But sometimes how people present is Mm -hmm. not how they... Is that doesn't match their pronouns okay. necessarily? I'm, so some of them understand. are us understand. and yeah. them and we, you That's know, a part of the spectrum and, and yeah, and That's so right. i and I'm learning yeah. all and of understand, this. Understand. I'm, I'm, learning. Learning. I'm I'm
4: talking from. I'm uh, learning. <laughs> I'm
1: talking from the old girl. Exactly. Of <laughs> you, you know what I'm We're saying? We're gonna change that so, word. Mature.
4: Mature. Okay. I'm talking from the mature elder. Yes. You know, yeah. because this is it's kind the of the
3: matriarch. Yeah. Come on. We the people who paved the way, the women who paved the way. Way
4: back when. Oh, hi. are you? a girl. I knew you was girl, and I knew you was she, okay. and I knew you were cut. Mm-hmm. Get her out of here. No, I knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, because and you knew me as when I was, you know, even as I was performing. I remember you, and I was going through transitions, and you, I was always Annie or Hey Ariel, Hey Annie, or whatever the case may be, you know. And I'm very, I'm an open person. Yes. I love people. I just love people, you know. And when I see, I respect when I when I see this girl right here. And I know where she come from. And and when she came, she did a show. And that was like the first time I've seen her since she did her thing. Completion. And her completion. And girl, I just went crazy. I went crazy. She was on that stage. And she tore that club up, the one She tore it up. Yes. And it was, yeah. it was crazy, you know? So it's, it's it's I'm learning. I'm learning from this show. Right. So- who
0: was our friend who passed away? That's who Carlish reminds me of. Kiwi? kiwi, kiwi. I,
1: I get oh, yeah, that I all the know. time. Yeah, kiwi. You I get yeah. me kiwi, of kiwi all the time. Kiwi. Kiwi. So Not aesthetic, much. but her energy and uh-huh. performance. Yes, Yes. Yeah. huh Exactly. I get that all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, before Mama Kim passed, Ooh. she was the one that yeah. would always. She would sit there and be like, "You give oh. me kiwi, kiwi." Oh, just but I. Me up. I know.
0: Before you, let me. I, I <laughs> just want, want to go
1: back to what you were saying.
0: Okay, but I want to. I don't want to forget this. So let me just give a shout out to Ebony
4: Lane. Oh. Because that's our trailblazer. Ebony Lane
1: made it so easy for me to be at work. (laughs) Yeah. That's our trailblazer. Real talk. That's real.
0: Ebony Lane, Baldwin Hills, Crenshaw Plaza. Say it. Doing Mm -hmm. your eyebrows and your makeup for for decades.
4: For decades.
0: Okay. All black church women.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. all kinds of women, mm-hmm. you know, all races, mm-hmm. up in one of the hardest malls, malls to work in, got up every single, single day. day as herself and went to work. And I saw her deal with all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nasty comments from people. I mean, just as many nasty comments as she had customers because let me tell you something, she always had a line of customers. It, yes, she Okay, did. always. And it still does. And it still does at the Sloss and Swap Me. If yeah. you're wondering where she at, She's at the she in the sloss sloss it. and Swap Me
1: <laughs>
4: hooking
0: up eyebrows yes. and doing makeup. That's okay, right. I know because I go and seek her. That's right. Okay? That's my sister.
4: <laughs> that's my so sister. I just want to give
0: props oh, to yeah, absolutely that no, she it. is for me, I wrote a whole article she about her for, in the black newspaper. Yeah, because this is something I want to say. When we talk about the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. I always tell people, like, look, this is me, right? Like, I I love, um, I, I probably feel the same way y'all feel. I love being a lady. Mm-hmm. I love getting up, dressing the way I dress, mm-hmm. putting on my makeup, my shoes, my heels. When I walk out the house you know, my I don't have to deal with certain things that trans women who can't pass Mm -hmm. are dealing with, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I think about the L, the G, the B, and other parts of our community and how we're not really standing up for a part of our community, that that has it so much harder. So when Mm -hmm. you hear that saying, you know, try to walk a mile in her shoes Mm -hmm. or walk a mile in his shoes, like, no one understand this. You know, if you're a trans man or woman and you um, are identifying with a different, uh, a, a, you know, a female gender, for example, and you were born a male, you're not, you're trying to be true to who you are. Mm-hmm. And you're understanding that when you leave your house, you're going to have to deal with a whole lot mm-hmm. of shit. Mm-hmm. And so the trans community deals with a whole lot of shit that people like me, lesbians like me, who look like me, don't have to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my, if, But for lesbians, right, we have women who we call studs or women who are more masculine mm-hmm. who do have to deal yeah. with shit, particularly yeah. from black men, yes. again, yes. Black, okay, right? Um, but it's women like me, right? And we we just kind of, you know... We can bounce between both communities and both worlds. No one, re- but I think we also have a responsibility too, right? Right. Yeah. And so, in my intro, I was talking about how, when we have these murders of of black trans women, that allies are kind of quiet, like, mm-hmm. and right. and so that troubles me too, right? Because. Trans people cannot just be your entertainment. Mm-mm. They cannot just do your makeup and make you look good and help you pick out clothes and stuff. They're actually human beings exactly. and real people, right? Mm-hmm. And particularly for the LGBTQ, the LGBQIA plus. Communi- plus community. Like, you know, I think someone said it earlier that it was what Nina or Carlisha like you guys have dealt with us all these years and now it's your turn right like Mm -hmm. you know and it's like well where are we at and i just don't see us standing up in the way that we should be and then on outside of our community you know you cannot be you know pro-black lives matter Mm -hmm. pro-lgbtqia plus and all of that and not have anything to say when a black you know, a trans woman is murdered or a black trans man, because while we're having a conversation about trans women, trust and believe I have not overlooked the fact that black trans men are also victims of violence yes. and are oh, also
4: yes. being yes. killed as well and, oh, and, the, yes. and one thing it, it really hurts and it, this, has, this is not nothing new this has been forever that the black trans is the girl that stands up, we, we consider ourselves, as an umbrella and under that umbrella sits, if you feel that you're some type of woman in that umbrella, you are us, okay? And we have always been the one to get out there and fight, mm-hmm. start the riots. We will, the Shake men will run. The men always run. <laughs> the men always run. It's always the trans girls that's out there and have to put down she and pick up he to tear him up. You know what I'm saying? And it hurts, it hurts. And. So that's that's not nothing new. That has always been from um, um, Marsha Marsha uh, P. Johnson. Johnson Marsha P. Johnson. From there, who started it? It was the women. We've always been the front line and the fighters. Yeah. You know, always it's what? always been that way. And the men and we don't get the support from. And, and so from that's
3: that's why I, my plea is to my brothers and sisters in the community to say my cis gay, cis by cis mm-hmm. try, whatever it is, y'all need to stand up for these ladies. That's right. Because if if they did not do that, none of this would have, is exi- mm-hmm. it should exist. Mm-hmm. And so when you see these murders, but then like you said, you see the quietness, that should not be, because we have so many more um, prominent individuals in this space to where they can stand up and speak up for these black trans Mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. And we don't see that. And so that's my thing of saying we're stronger together. We we are going to be all right. Yes. Because we've always had to be under these restrictions and Mm -hmm. restraints. Mm -hmm. What I want my black, because I always say this, women, as you know, too, as well, women, we could, I could talk to you as another woman. You might not respond, not to you, but just that if I have an issue with you, I know how to come directly to you. Mm-hmm. That that has to be for men universally, particularly black men. So if black men are killing black trans women, a black man, cis, gay, bi, tri, has to come to that another man in order for them to personally and professionally mm-hmm. check them. Come on. So yeah. that they can understand because mm-hmm. that still deals with a hierarchy that I'm not going to let a woman, I'm not going to let a fake woman yeah. tell me who I should. And So if you present it with another man who looks like them, they're going to open up more to say, let me get his brother up. Let me see what he's really talking about because, man, I don't... I mean she looked like a well, woman, that not mean I gotta but if it's coming from a man to another man, they're gonna get it more. Mm-hmm. And so that's what my agenda is, is pushing it to the masses that can affect that change in those settings that I'm not gonna be a part of.
0: I think Carly touched on it um earlier and um uh let me also say, I know uh, folks have questions if they want to call in. Remember, the number is 323-815-4204. I'm going to try to get to a call or two right after I get into this. But you had mentioned that when you, when you look at those videos, nine times out of ten, it's a group. It's, you know, when, when like, the violence in terms of, like, um, the assaults and stuff, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a black man and with his friends, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, he's, what is it? He's embarrassed. He doesn't know how to deal with his feelings because that's also a part of the issue. There are things that go on besides that in our community where again, um, it's this, you know, I got to show out in front of my friends mm-hmm. or I can't let right. my friends see, right. see, you know, I got to... Mm-hmm. But when they're alone, it's like a completely mm-hmm. different... Yes, you're a, di- ding ding a completely ding ding different ding person. Ding
1: so there's a few things here. <laughs> Ariel is the one that actually uh, made oh. the initial comment. Um, when So we're in this really interesting space when it comes to misogyny where men are being mm. men for men. Mm. And I was watching a uh, a panel talk, and it was all cis men talking with a trans woman about trans topics. And um, oh, there was one trans man on there, and they they made this correlation that there's just this really interesting culture now, where men are being men for men versus men being a stand-up man for self and learning how to cultivate that to be a man for a woman or it's for like the heart. clout
0: for the clout it's for, for the, the clout. okay and it's a
1: really it's just this and it's very toxic so when we talk yeah <laughs> it's very toxic so when we talk about how men their initial reaction whether they're amorous towards us and they're attracted or there's that you know that misogyny where they see a trans person and because masculinity is mm. so fragile. is so fragile <laughs> That that if they see something that was supposed supposed to be a man, and look what you did to ma- look what you did to masculinity, it's like something snaps, and it's like now I got to take it upon myself to let you know that Red you're right, a situation. you know all of a sudden you're cracking the whip and you sound like master. Throw your you're, hair. <laughs> you're doing the same behaviors to you know and at the, to get at you the,
4: in check. And at the end of the day, they're gonna go to their computer and, and they're gonna go- t- type in trans trance, whatever, and they're going to, excuse me, but they're going to beat their meat to that trance oh. because it is beautiful. Trance is beautiful. When I see these young girls growing up, it's trans, it's beautiful. And I know the road I come. I come a long way. This this has not been an easy road. No, man. So when I see these girls and they're growing up and I see them doing what they need to do to be the woman that they need to be, it, it just, it just. Brings me to like tears. Like I'm so excited because you know I've had my time. I have my heyday. I still get my time right now. You, I still get my heyday. Right. You, know? you
0: paved the way, so right, I hope did. you yeah. feel some sense of ownership. I do. And I do. Pride that because I've you were tried... you, that you could be you, yes. and mm-hmm. you could. Yes. Be, I tried. Right?
4: My thing is being trans. I try to be the trans that the girls can look up to. That's right. You know, as Carlissa know, I don't. I try to be. You know, I stand high. I don't do, I don't get into the mess and I don't do sure any of that because this is the lady that I want That's these right. girls to be. That's I don't, right. I, you know? And so, you know, as me, I stay out the way. But yeah. it's, you know, when it comes to the men, I'm trying to get to we. I we need to get into these men. We need to we need to start talking about these. Well, let me see. Do men. we have
0: any calls? Okay. Well, let's see if we let's see who's on the phone. Oh, okay. Let's, let's okay. See oh, oh okay. fine. <laughs> okay. All right, caller. Who are you and where are you calling from?
2: I'm um, Monica
0: Roberts from Houston, Texas. Hey, Monica! Hello, Monica. Oh, Monica! Yeah. Yeah. Monica. Yes.
2: Legend. Hey, I've been, yes, I've been watching you. Guys, uh, the, uh, the wonderful people's conversation, and I just wanted to make a couple of points. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, one of, the, I think one of the reasons that we're seeing the increase in anti, you know, say trans assault is because one. The Trump administration has been pushing anti-trans negativity. Yes, correct. Negativity. I agree. I agree. Um, as I call them, white evangelicals. <laughs> can
4: I can white I can I make a statement? Can I make a
2: statement yeah, right the there? the Republican Party. Oh, one moment. Yeah. the Republican Party and also media plays a Porsche part in that. Yes. Uh, you remember the. Uh, the show that The Breakfast Club did Uh in which they disrespected Janet Mock and Little Duval openly said that he would murder a trans woman Mm -hmm. if he found out that he was dating one. Okay, and that, that before we even start talking about movies and films that have basically taught people to mock and be fearful of trans people, so all of that combines with the mindset that we're seeing, you know, what we're seeing right now in terms of the explosion of violence mm. being aimed at our black trans siblings. Mm.
0: I know you went to say, something. Okay.
4: My question is, um, are you trans by chance? Trans by chance?
2: Uh, I've been trans since 1994
4: okay. and an activist for 20 years. Okay. Um, well, I, I, you said white evan- evan- evangelical Evangel- churches, but I I feel that we get it more from the black evangelic- evangelical churches. You know, um, the black people, when we were trying to do same-sex marriage, the black I churches would, were going to be I back on that,
2: that black evangelical churches... Don't control organizations like Focus on the Family.
1: Okay. Black okay.
2: evangelical okay. churches don't aren't pushing anti-trans rhetoric. Mm-hmm. White evangelicals are. But what, it is white groups who are pushing alliances with folks like trans exclusionary radical feminists, like J.K. Rowling. Yes. So, yeah, while, yeah, we need to gather our black ones for
1: cooning it up with them. Come on. So, I, I, so Can we say that a little so, bit louder? It's a little bit louder for those that didn't hear it. We're going to gather up the yeah. coons.
2: Yeah, but look. So wow.
0: look, if we're going to talk about black people, right, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about misconceptions, you know, one issue is that a lot of people don't understand the difference between being trans and being a drag queen and being trans and being Medea and being trans and being a crossdresser, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when you talk about... um Images and entertainment, right? You look at um, you look at characters that Martin Lawrence has played. You look at the you know Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. You look all right. at all, all of things. those, right? And so when people are being inundated with just those images, yeah, they do come away with um, they, they come away ill informed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know,
2: with Wilson as Geraldine. Yes. yes. Yeah. So and, going way back. And, but, way and, back. Yeah. And, even, so um, even. Um, and the first time that I actually saw a black trans woman being properly represented in media was on the Jeffersons back in 1977. Mm. And even then, they went to the trope of having, of George having his employee Leroy dress up in drag. Trying, yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm going right. to go watch that one.
0: Yeah, and drag is, you know, not
1: But this being, is the thing. Again, yeah. drag is something no. that a trans woman could do because drag is a... Form of entertainment. It's, it's like magnifying and hyper-feminizing female expression. So it's really a nod in celebration of femininity, mm-hmm. however that shows up. Now there's drag kings, there's drag there. queens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tr- whoever really could do right. drag, in fact... Before I transitioned, I always said that every day I woke up when I had to identify in this masculine way so I wouldn't be assaulted, so I mm-hmm, wouldn't mm-hmm. be chastised, so I didn't have a bullseye on my back. I felt like every day that I was presenting him, that was my drag. Mm-hmm. And eventually yeah. that drag bag got a little too heavy, and I said, Fuck it, you were, I know. Oh, you know not I it. It's, it's like a long truck, story. Truck. That's my yeah. story, and that's I the same story.
2: Because, uh, I transitioned nice in the story. middle of Intercontinental Airport back mm-hmm. in 1994. So That's I had 30,000 people a day looking at me.
1: All right. I know
0: it. Well, it is so, so good to hear from you, Monica. Yes. Thank you for calling me. Uh, yes. Jasmine, to- keep up the <laughs> Yes. Thank you so much. I did want right. to. Um, okay. Bye-bye. I-
1: bring it back. We were talking about um, Little Duval. Little Duval, I think he is a prime example of toxic masculinity mm. and the way society supports it, yeah. so even when we think about hip hop as a whole it's so fascinating to me that someone like Little Duval can be celebrated oops sorry um, celebrated for making such crazy comments like I, if you know if I found mm-hmm. out my girl, I would murder her, but at the same time this is you're you're taking nods from a man who promotes pedophilia by bringing a prostitute into his Amen. child's room. That's right. So there's just mm-hmm. this really, it's just like sometimes I'm such a literal thinker where mm-hmm. I just look at a situation. Like for example, when Snoop was you know calling out Gail with the R. Kelly thing. I was like, dude, have you listened to your music? How are you going to call out someone talking about a black... You literally talk about black women like Mm -hmm. they are objects, Mm -hmm. bro. There's so many... It's like we pick and choose versus seeing big picture. That's right. Now, if a man feels like he is being tricked in a situation... That's your own, you know, let's really, (laughs) that's micro, and let's really unpack that. But in most situations, as Janet Mock was on there being, you know, articulate, brilliant, and taking up space, again, what it sounds like was Little Duval was probably the guy in the video in the Hollywood beatdown going, damn, that girl's fine, Mm. because Mm. that's how the behavior's presenting itself. You're so bothered that Janet is that bitch not only is she that bitch, she's probably in your same tax bracket Mm -hmm. and would never Mm -hmm. look at you. So now not only do you feel unseen, little, your masculinity's been challenged because you're attracted, so of course they're going to say something stupid. But in that, not every girl should have to have the wherewithal and mindset to have to break that down because people should just show up as fucking people. That's right.
0: I agree. I also... um, you know, we got to stop standing around mm-hmm. when these things are happening and not doing anything and just being bystanders and pulling our cameras out mm-hmm. and and uh, making videos and uploading to social media. I mean, when you see a trans man or a trans woman, when you see anyone being attacked, quite frankly, um, but, Say that. It, but it, especially when it's a, a, a trans person, you can't just stand there. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, if you feel like your life is in danger, I get that. But when I look at these videos, these people are edging them
3: on. Yeah, yeah, get them. Mm-hmm. I'm like... It's the oppressed <laughs> being the oppressor. Yeah. And yeah. so their notion and thought process to a trans anything is that you are beneath me. Yeah. And so anything that happens to you, And then even in that space, when you look at how men... So this is... I look at the bigger picture of the as as always. Bring it, bring
4: it, bring it.
3: Men are taught not to touch women. Now, a woman can be very... And it's not victim or anything like that. But a cisgender woman could possibly slap a black man do all those type of things to assault this black man and they cannot really retaliate if you have something that they deem is other and not even supposed to be that releases all the restrictions and restraints mm. Bring on. on them having being able to release what they can't release on the mm-hmm. real
4: women. That's right.
3: And so that is where it lies to. If I, as a man, in amongst the crowds of all those assaults that we saw on the videos, something is not registering, right? If if I'm a full, complete man, and I'm looking at them attack a woman, no matter what this woman is, it is a woman. Mm-hmm. And something not saying, this don't look right. It is the release of saying, I don't have to carry that weight because that's something that's not a cis woman. Mm. I don't have to respect that. And so my thing is to, however that however we can, is get to a place of saying, yes, that might not be something that you can um, fully understand. But that does not mean that you have to assault, murder, destroy, or like take their lives. What's
1: fascinating is that if you really look over all these cases, to me, they read as crimes of passion. Mm -hmm. This isn't just, I hate you, kill you, walk away. You're dismembering legs. So when I look at like Special Crime Unit, SBU, whatever, there's like, People who killed someone when trying to get like robbery, get away, whatever. Yeah. There's like people who kill, mm-hmm. and then there's something behind the just murder right, where mm-hmm. you're not just stabbing someone one, two, three. We right. said seventeen times. Mm-hmm. Right. I yeah. cut off her legs. I no put violence. her in the back of a car and cut off her head and then yeah. set her on fire. Yes. I shot her left and came back to make sure she was yes. dead. So this isn't this is not your typical. I hate you. I mm-hmm. hate what you are. This is you brought something. Your pure being. brought something out in me Mm. and I don't like what I'm feeling because society says I can't feel it and that's your fault. (laughs) So, we're gonna...
0: I'm gonna let you have the last comment because we're... we're, But but Beyonce Beyonce had the best
1: single...
4: Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, The thing is with transgenders, we're we're not asking you to... love us or whatever, we're asking you to respect us. That's it. Respect us. That's all we I'm want gonna is make respect. Because I'm going to, if I see you, I'm going to respect you. Yeah. You know I'll what just I'm saying? Get out of my way. That's <laughs> all we want to do is respect us. And if you can't respect us, then be ready for a read or whatever's going to come because you're not going to disrespect us. That's family and all. And I had to walk away from my family for like two or three years just to be who I am And, and because you're going to respect me. you're not. You're not going to, you know,
0: well, one of the things I want to say before we get out of here is that um, women like me, we need to be standing up. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to be in those, you know, when you, when we see black men um, beating up and assaulting um, trans women, um, because of who we are, we have a certain amount of privilege in the black community as as black women. That's uh, wh- right. wh- wh- ha- black cisgender. Cis women. Cis women. Yes. We need to use that privilege to um, help trans women and to um, call out the behavior that we're seeing, uh, particularly from black men, that yes. starts with physical violence and oftentimes ends in murder. Yes. Um, so everybody has a role in that's all right. of this. That's part of the reason why I did this show. We all yeah. have a role in this. Um yeah. so, but this is the part of the show where I get to say, it's that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go.
1: It's time to go. It's time to go. Thank you so much for having me. So
0: much. So so that's gonna do it for this convo, um, and edition of Straight No Chaser with me, Jasmine Canick. As you know, I like to tell you who the show is brought to you by. So tonight's show is being brought to you by the letters J and K, as in Joe and Kamala. There are 66 days until the election. You need to make sure that your voter registration is up to date. And more importantly, that you're registered to the right political party. There's still time to make that change. (laughs) And we need that change. That's right. I want to thank tonight's guest. Thank you so much, Carlicia. I love you. Thank you, Nina, for all of the wisdom that you've dropped this evening. And as always, thank you so much, Ariel, for for being here. Um, I want to, of course, thank my girl, Felicia Poetis Morris, and also Morris Media Studios right here in Leimert Park, which is where we're broadcasting from. And you can check them out on YouTube at Morris Media Studios, morrismedialive.com, as well as on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on social media if you want. I'm Jasmine on Twitter. I am HelloJasmine on Instagram. And my website is IamJasmine.com. If you have a show topic or an idea or something that you want to have me dig into or talk about, send me an email to hello at IamJasmine.com. It's hello at IamJasmine.com. Leave your comments, questions, praise, whatever, uh, below the video, and we will go back and respond and read them. Can we do that, ladies? Can yes. we go back and mm-hmm. respond and read the folks' um, questions? I did see one question. Uh, someone wants to get in touch with you about the Unique Women's Coalition and coming to their office and doing a training, mm-hmm. girl. Okay. Other than that, until next time, family, bye. 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 The girls in the hood are always hard. Ever since 16, I've been having a job, knowing nothing in life, but I gotta get rich. You could check the throwback pics, I've been there.
2: Westside!